Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, I have one of the biggest porn stars on the internet in front of me. Introduce yourself, my love. Hi, I'm Asa Akira. Thanks yes! for having me. Yes! Woo! <laughs> so we met at a uh, fat Jewish party. <laughs> yeah. And I I watch porn. Mm-hmm. I thought I recognized you, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's probably not her. And then I think you just brought it up. I think so. I, I forget how we started talking. I think we were like... Well, I made it awkward because I asked about the guy you were with. What What did you ask? I don't I remember. I was like, oh, how'd you guys meet? And yeah. you were like, well, he's my boyfriend, kind of, not really. And then He's it be- my ex-boyfriend. But oh, did you guys? No, 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 no. Like, he's oh. my ex-boyfriend from, like, my whole life. Right. Like, on That's and off. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. But, like, we hang out still. Right. And I made things awkward because I was trying to like start conversation and then it became this whole story of like what your story with him is and then I was like oh god I should just never ask anyone any questions but then I brought up the topic and I've brought it up a couple times on my podcast that I'm just like sexually very naive and you thought that was hysterical because I think that is hysterical (laughs) because looking at you you don't look it and I mean that is a total compliment not even like I look like a hoe (laughs) but I'm not (laughs) I'm the antithesis of a hoe and that's why I need you in my life. Um, so, yeah, everyone, I am really excited about this, not only to get some questions answered personally, but because I've gotten really into porn documentaries lately. Oh, like on Netflix, I've been just watching a bunch of documentaries. That's very like I read Playboy for the articles. <laughs> like, I don't watch porn. I just like porn for I the mean, documentaries. I do watch it sometimes, but mostly I just watch the documentaries to learn about the creation of it. I'm pretty interested in that myself. Like, which ones have you been watching? I, I've seen all of them. There was one called Hot Girls Wanted. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that yeah. one? I really liked that one. So there's a part one and a part two. And, like, I just want to clarify, like, so I really enjoyed Hot Girls Wanted, like, as a documentary. Yeah. Oh, you did, okay. But, like, um, so the first part, like, they, they shed, like, a really negative light on the industry. And, like, they, I think they should have, like, better explained that they were they were documenting amateur porn right which is shot in miami it's very different than like the mainstream porn we shoot in la like we're um it's just a lot more like i think ethical and more it's it's more of a business in la right whereas in miami it's kind of like it seems very like like, underground like black market kind of yeah and i didn't really like seeing like the girls treated like that it was a very enjoyable documentary though like i enjoyed it i have questions based on it yeah um i don't even know where to start let's just start from the beginning yeah when you started doing porn Mm -hmm. like how did that happen it was actually like a really gradual process okay so i had always wanted to do porn or be a stripper or be a hooker like just something in the sex world yeah and um but i grew up in new york city and like you don't really like meet people in porn like that like in california everyone has like a cousin that does the lighting on a set or whatever yeah it's so normal i don't know that but in in new york it's not so it felt like this like just like a faraway fantasy. And one day I was walking down the street when I was t- 19. And this guy just came up to me and he's like, are you interested in being in the adult entertainment industry? 
I swear to you, it felt like he was like an angel. Like that happened to me. My dream when someone was like, "I'm a model scout for Hollister," and I was like, "Yes, (laughs) yes, I'm in." So wait, but I read that you did. You were a dominatrix. So that's so yeah. So that guy um, was actually he was the manager of the night shift at a dungeon called the Nutcracker Suite. And I was like, yes, I would love to do that. And I started training the next day. And so I was a dominatrix for a year. And then there I met a stripper. So I stripped for a few years. And then okay. finally, I met this woman named Gina Lynn, who at the time was like one of the top three porn stars. Okay. And I was like, you got to get me in. Like, I'll do anything. And she's like, all right, come well, to my house and shoot a scene with me. That was So I did. <laughs> Wait, so I, I interviewed a dominatrix one mm-hmm. time who did a dungeon or worked in a dungeon, did a dungeon. See, I'm, this is, I don't know anything. And she was saying, you'd be so shocked by the amount of dominatrix women who you were around in New York City at one point. She's like, there's dungeons everywhere. Everywhere. It, it's And I don't even know crazy. these things. And like, the craziest part is like, you see these girls walk in to the locker room and like, they look totally unassuming and normal. Yeah. Like... You would never think. Oh, the girl I interviewed, she seemed like the girl next door. Like the sweet, like little innocent Sally. Right. And then she's like, yeah, like I I do all this, this and this in the dungeon. And I'm secretly like, I want to go in the dungeon. (laughs) It's really fascinating. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm like a naturally dominating person. Yeah. (laughs) Like especially sexually, I tend to be more submissive, I think. Okay. But it was it was really a cool experience like I learned so much there and it, it was a power trip kind of the whole time it, it was definitely exploring heard, a different I just, side I of thought myself. it was super fun yeah from what she was talking about yeah but then so you your first scene mm-hmm. would you consider that with her was that like your first scene ever yeah I mean yeah like it was for her production company yeah. it did go on DVD okay, she did so pay me yeah like it was I did fill out paperwork and get tested and all the things okay, like it so was first scene what was that like it was honestly like it didn't feel weird like I know it's so crazy to say but like <laughs> I kept thinking like okay I'm gonna feel like like this moment right before where I'm like, all right, it's now or never. Like, I'm going to do it. Here we go. But it wasn't like that at if you all. Weren't ner- it was just like, okay, let's. It was like, okay, it just kind of like flowed one thing into the next. And then before I knew it, it was done. And it felt so natural. And it was so exciting. And it was, it was kind of like any sexual encounter that you come out of thinking like, oh, my God, that was hot. Like, it wasn't, I, I didn't have that moment where I was like. And you never, did you realize like. Were the cameras super... Did you notice them? Yeah, definitely. And you maybe played up to them? Oh, for sure. Like, I think, for me, the whole appeal of porn is the cameras. Like, that's what I like. Like, it turns me on that they're there. See, this is so cool. (laughs) What did your family think? Um, So, I'm an only child. Okay. My parents are, like, straight-up Japanese. I read that, So, they're definitely more traditional than, like, your average American parent. Okay. Um... But obviously, at first, they were... I, I didn't tell them. Like, was like a, I let them find out. And I... Uh, find out how? <laughs> I don't know. My mom called me one day, and she was like, hey... And we're very close. Like, yeah. we talk every day. So, it was kind of torturing me to, like, hide this right. huge part from her. Um, and she was like, hey, I saw something on TV. And I was like... I just knew what she was talking about. And I was like, okay. And then she started crying. And, like, it was, it sucked for, like, a year or two. It really Really? did. Like, we were still, you know, talking and everything. But 
every time we would talk, it would be like, well, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And I think my parents are from like a generation and a time and a culture where like they can't fathom that I would be doing this because I want to. Right. They're very like, what happened to you? Why are you like this? Um, is someone making you do this? And now it's been 10 years and now obviously they see that I'm happy and healthy right. and like I'm fine. But yeah, for a couple years there, rough. they were really confused. Um, I, I can't, I would try to think of what my parents would think. <laughs> I really have. Like I mean, I, it's, every my mom maybe. is pretty accepting, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like sh- that would even shock her. And right. my mom's, you know, she's crazy. She's done it all. Right. But yeah. I think that would be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Of all the things. Yeah. It's, I mean, my parents would literally rather me do anything. Anything. Else. Exactly. Like. <laughs> She'd rather Anything. I can't even, even think Even a hooker honestly Because yeah. at least It wouldn't be putting it out there Like you know? for millions of people Right Because like I think one of my mom's Hugest concerns is like Well what are my friends Going to think What are my coworkers Going to think Do they know And I don't think so And when I go out With my parents Like I wear my glasses I you go out like kind of in, in disguise Yeah <laughs> So it, It's definitely Not the idea situation for everyone but I mean at the same time I'm like well it's my life and I have to do what I want to do so uh, just be you yeah. do you <laughs> did you when you went into it mm-hmm. well here's my thing so after watching uh, Hot Girls Wanted mm-hmm. it seems to me like a there's I mean there's so many girls who go into this mm-hmm. and not all of them make it as long as you have yeah so first of all did you think oh I'm gonna do this for 10 years Definitely not. And I, I've heard like from different places. I don't know how like credible this is, but I've heard that the average porn career lasts less than a year. That's which yeah. I guess I believe because people dabble, right? Or right. like they, they just need a quick buck, yeah. or yeah, or they find out it's not what they thought it was. So no, I didn't think it would be ten years. I when I got in, I was like, I need to. This is something I need to get out of my system. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to look back and wish I had done it. So I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for two years, and then I'm gonna save up my money and open up a Bikram yoga studio <laughs> for real. That's what I thought. That was it. That was it. That was my plan. And then you know, one year went by, two years went by, and I was like, well. It's still not really that into yoga anymore. And yeah, and like it was still fun. And then at that point, it turned into I'm just going to do it till it's not fun anymore. Um, And now I'm just like waiting. (laughs) You're waiting for the time where you're like, oh, that wasn't very fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like I've definitely slowed down. You know, I'm contracted to one company now and like I I shoot maybe one movie every three months. So it's definitely slowed down a lot. Um, at the height of everything, mm-hmm. how many, how much were you doing? At the height of everything, that was like 2011 to 2013. Uh-huh. I was shooting five, six times a week. So it's a huge difference. But like, mind you, like it wasn't like five, six sex scenes a week. Like there would be days where I'm just shooting photos or like shooting okay. a, you know, striptease video or. Um, Got it. So not everything. A masturbation scene. Some of it was just you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I, I mean, yeah, obviously like. My favorite thing was actually having sex. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I feel like the the solo scenes would be so freaking awkward. They, they're definitely more awkward than anything. Just because you're alone. Yeah. It's um, like, I don't know. And I, I think it was definitely my least favorite thing when I started. Uh-huh. Especially because, like, 
I was having a really hard time like making myself come. Yeah. Um, like on camera, and right? Like, like it was forming and having yeah. the pressure of like when there's other people around, it feels like yeah, like I'm making a porno and that's Woo! hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're alone, it's kind of like uh. It's uh, so quiet in here. I can hear everyone was, breathing. When I was watching it, it was this. It was a young. She seemed like eighteen, mm-hmm. and she, it was a solo scene making her. She wanted to make herself squirt, mm-hmm. and it was being filmed on this like camera mm-hmm. by just this one girl. It's like the two of them in a room, and I'm like, this is so awkward. Yeah. I would giggle the whole time. It I is could a never do porn. I just it would giggle. <laughs> I'm a giggler. I'd be like. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I need you to explain. It's definitely awkward, but as, like, the years went on, it... Now it's kind of, like, it's not my favorite thing still, but it's a lot more fun because now it's a challenge. Now I'm like, okay, well, how do I make this creative? Like, how do I... Um, True. How do I, like, make this not just, like, what something I've done a hundred times before. Right. And also I'm at a place now where like I'm so comfortable that like I'm more turned on when there is a camera there. Yeah. Um right. So I don't know, like it just it, it it's kind of evolved, I guess. The evolution yeah. of your anal <laughs> anal interests. Exactly. Let's talk about anal. Yeah. You're the anal queen. I am. I mean no, I should say I'm You're an anal queen. And I'm not there the are anal, anal queens. Queen. I mean like I don't want to, like, take all the glory to myself. I think you can take the anal glory. No, I mean, honestly, like, I think I joke around a lot about being, like, an an- the anal queen and, like, all that. But if I'm really going to be real, like, there are girls who can take way more in their asshole and who are, like, better at it. Like, how much, like, two dicks in their asshole? Yeah, like, I- I've had two dicks in my asshole twice. And honestly, I wouldn't do it again. Like, I, in the moment, I was so turned on, and it happened really organically, and I'm glad to have had that experience. Okay. And, like, it was right for the moment, but would I, like, wake up in the future? Will I ever wake up one day thinking, like, I need two dicks in my ass? Probably not. <laughs> but, like, there are girls out there who love, who kill it at Does double that anal. feel good? In the moment, I it was it was kind of for the novelty. Like it was okay. hot because it was happening, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's two dicks in my ass!" I, I can't imagine and the room for that. It was hot, but yeah. like, um, it, but you know, I was definitely out of commission for a while after that. It, How does that affect your um, your like abilities? It, it's it like like pretty much exactly what you think. Like yeah. you kind of tear a little bit, and it's not comfortable afterwards. And I mean, um. I, I do think my asshole was built for one dick. <laughs> I will say that. Most assholes, I think, I, are built I for think one so. dick. But that's what I mean. I think there's girls out there who are like, who take it with such ease that I'm like, you're the fucking anal queen. Like, well, I feel bad even. Then I have an anal queen <laughs> yes, on the show today. Yes. I was going to introduce you as the, but I'll be politically correct in this moment i don't want to offend anyone no no offending this is not about offending people unless some of my questions are seriously offensive to you which they might be you, you won't offend me like i okay i definitely and that's the other thing right like you know i kind of like that porn is so taboo and i i like that it's kind of like the unknown that's what drew yeah. me to it like i yeah. if if everyone and their grandmother were doing porn it probably wouldn't be so intriguing to me i agree with that yeah i second that you're listening to Mouthing Off with Olivia. 
Did y'all know that we spend one third of our life sleeping? I mean, my mind is blown. So that means we should sleep comfortably, right? Well, up until a few months ago, I didn't sleep well, but then I got the perfect mattress. It's a Casper mattress. And now my body is getting all the support and the good sleep that it needs. So Casper is a sleep brand that created an outrageously comfortable mattress sold directly to consumers, combining supportive memory foams for a sleep surface that's, you know, it's got the right sink and the right bounce. Plus it's breathable design keeps my temp cool at night. With my Casper mattress, I fall asleep fast and I wake up refreshed. There's over 20,000 positive reviews online and I'm one of them, y'all. Casper mattresses are designed and assembled in the U.S. with free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. Best part, though, is you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. If you have trouble sleeping, it might be your mattress. So get the Casper mattress that changed my sleep completely. Go over to Casper.com slash Olivia and use the promo code Olivia at checkout to get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Once again, that's promo code Olivia for $50 toward any mattress on Casper.com slash Olivia. Go get yourself some good sleep, okay? Terms and conditions apply. Bam! Let me ask about as like a as a kid, mm-hmm. not a kid, but maybe a teenager. Mm-hmm. When were you interested in sex? I was always so horny. And really? it's it's a mystery to me. So like I've been masturbating honestly for as long as I can remember. Like I remember so when I was a kid, a kid, like an actual yeah. kid, I remember I was really turned on by like pregnancy and okay. like just the thought of pregnancy. I didn't know how babies were made or anything like that. But and I didn't even really know what sex was. Really? And okay. I didn't know like why I was masturbating. I just knew that it felt good. Like, I wasn't orgasming. What age was this? This is really young. Like, I'm telling you as long as I can remember. You were masturbating at a really young and, age. Yeah, and I remember, like, when Maria on Sesame Street was <laughs> pregnant. And that was, like... The hottest thing ever. That was, like, that was, the, like, the ultimate hottest year hot. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Like, God. I just remember thinking about Maria and, like, masturbating like crazy. And I wasn't wow. coming. I didn't know what sex was. It, I just knew that when I thought about Maria being pregnant... <laughs> And I touched my clit. It felt good. Oh, my gosh. So, that is so funny. I've always been obsessed. And then I remember, like, being six or so and checking a book out of the school library about how babies are made. And I remember, like, asking my dad to read it to me. And my dad was like, I don't want to read not. this. Like, nope. my dad's, like, like, a passive Asian dude. Like, he's not, like, trying to, like teach his kid about sex no birds in the bees no so my but my mom was like well it's going to be unhealthy for us to like seem like it's a bad thing so she read the book to me and then Mm. it it was just i don't know i've always been really interested in it and then i remember like in middle school i was like i can't wait to get rid of my virginity and just start living when did you lose your virginity um i lost it in ninth grade so i was like 14 ish 13 14 was it enjoyable um I mean, it hurt, and I, it, it was awkward. The as first hell. time I had sex, oh my god, I have like nightmares about it. <laughs> Why was it that painful? It or? was so painful. I waited a pretty long time. Uh-huh. I was twenty. Oh my gosh, I know. And I made my boyfriend wait like a year. <laughs> like I was like, you have to love me enough. And so we did it. I remember like it was yesterday. We finally looked at each other, and I was like, okay, fine, we can do it. So there was like no romance to it. Right, it was like, right. okay, now it's time. And it was like a logical decision. Yeah, like yeah. We both, it was so unromantic. And we, um, what happened? Oh yeah, we were going at it 
sort of. I don't think we actually knew what we were doing. Right. He wasn't a virgin, but like basically he was. Right. And he he was inside me for like two minutes and I started freaking out because it hurt so bad. And I was like, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. And he didn't even finish. I mean, like, yeah, nowhere close. And yeah. the next couple of days I was crying every day because I w- thought I was pregnant. And my Same. yeah, and my friends were like, Olivia, it's scientifically impossible for <laughs> right. you to be pregnant. And then he knew that, too. But because I was freaking out so much, he thought I was pregnant. The same thing yes. happened to me. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a baby. My period was a little bit late. And my friends were like, it's because you're freaking out and stressing <laughs> yourself out in your body. And then my period came, even though like scientifically it would come. And that was my first time. So one of... Okay, so like I I told the first three guys that they were my first. Okay. And like I was so uneducated about sex and pregnancy. Like the fact that we both thought we were pregnant right after having sex really proves that like sex ed in school... It needs work. It's got to be better. (laughs) (laughs) I... I, So one of the three times I was freaking out because I thought I was pregnant and the night we had sex, we went to get a pregnancy test. We bought a pregnancy (laughs) test. I bought three of them. I peed on the stick. All my friends were like... Olivia, he didn't finish. And you wouldn't even know. But then I was like, well, what if I sat on the toilet right. afterwards when he put it and then I got pregnant? Or pre-cum. Yes. Pre-cum is a thing. Okay, I'm telling you. I'm, yeah. I, I could get pregnant at any moment by some pre-cum in the air. Who knows? You never know. Airborne pre Airborne pre <laughs> Oh my god, this is already so much fun. I don't know how I'm so comfortable talking about this. I'm just very naive. Okay, so you were never ashamed of like being sexually interested in sex. I wouldn't say never. I mean, I remember I remember even like in 5th grade I kissed a boy and I, I was always like the first to do anything mm-hmm. because I was so horny and I was like just so desperate to like get things going. Yeah. I remember like kissing a boy in fifth grade and being called a slut for it. And I was ashamed. I was ashamed, but also like still really curious and horny. (laughs) And so it didn't matter. So like it didn't matter. Like it hurt my feelings, but it didn't affect the way I acted. And then in middle school, I was like giving blowjobs and stuff. and, And like, girls would call me a slut for that and the, girls who weren't my friends obviously yeah. and that would hurt my feelings but then somewhere along the way i was like i was like whatever i'm the slutty girl then who cares like, that's fine and it kind of came to define me and i think a lot of that probably has to do with why i wanted to do porn and right. i'm sure like it's like a self you know like a defense mechanism thing where it's like well if if i'm going to be shunned for it then i want to be like celebrated for it. it yeah more and more and more yeah it's like so, when your mom says you can't stay out late and to, you know, right. rebel. Right. It's it definitely more. a rebellious thing for sure. I'm just, you know, just watch out. It's for just the that I'm 32 now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go back to anal. Mm-hmm. Did you were you interested in anal? Like, where did that come from? Your interest in it? So I wasn't interested at all in anal until actually. So. So actually, oh, the ex that you met me with. Mm-hmm. So he we were having sex one night. This is when I was like probably like 18 or something. Okay. And we were just having sex and we were like really going at it hard. <laughs> and it, we were really sweaty and we were in doggy style and he took it out and then it like slammed it into my ass. It was, an, he claims it's an accident. Uh, I it believe doesn't him. seem like an accident. <laughs> I know everyone says that, but I believe <laughs> What, that he just rammed it right in there I on think, accident? I believe it was an accident. 
I, I believe it was an accident. Maybe he meant to ram it back into your vagina yeah, and he just yeah. saw the wrong hole. Yeah, or like it slipped or something. Yeah. And it was the most painful experience of my life. Like yeah. I felt like I was going to throw up. It was like... Yeah, I can only imagine she like You gotta be prepped for that Oh yeah Like it was It was terrible So that really turned me off of I was like I don't know why people do that That's awful Yeah that's awful And then when I got into porn um, I was like Kind of Willing to explore But I was also like You know what I should save mm-hmm. something For the person I love And the right. person that like Deals with me in real life And like, like puts up with Everything. The horrible side yeah. of me <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't do it. And then I had a boyfriend a couple years into porn. I had a boyfriend who liked to be fucked in his asshole by a strap on. And that's like, that was his thing. And so we would do that pretty regularly. And I was like, you know what? Like, he enjoys it so much. Like, I gotta try this. Wait, you fucked him in his asshole? Yeah, with a strap on. And, um, And he loved it. Like, he... So was he That was his but he thing. wasn't gay. He he just So it's this weird thing where like when we were together he he said he wasn't gay and I would beg him to do gay things. Like I, I wanted to see him like doing gayish things. Yeah. Like I thought it could be hot. And and I watched like strictly gay porn. Okay. So I'm like into it and but he was like, No, it's just not my thing, you know? Huh. So like, okay, whatever, I accepted it. And then like but then after we broke up he got into gay porn. So well, yeah, but yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on there. Like, but you, I he enjoyed it so gay. much that so you had to wonder. I mean, I don't. Yeah, like I, I don't think that if, if I, if I like have sex with a guy with a strap on in his asshole, I don't think it's gay because I think if they were gay, they would just go find a dude. To That's do true. It. Um, just like, why me? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just true. Take me out of the equation. A guy somewhere. On, yeah, I don't know, grinder. Yeah, and, yeah. So. Um, I, I think I guess he was probably a little bit bi at least, um, yeah. or maybe he was just still finding himself. I don't know. But now he doesn't do porn at all, and he's like a pastor or something. Great. So yeah, it's I don't know. I, I don't know. He's kind of still like a mystery to me. We're gonna we're gonna reach out to him after this. Yeah. We're Facetime. Him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how we. <laughs> what are you up to? But he taught me how to do anal, and I loved it. And I was like, well, I'm not saving this for anything. I'm just, I'm gonna, just gonna do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, okay, how does one prep for anal? It's a really disgusting process. It's really long. Um, but I will say this: in my personal life, I don't prep nearly the way you I do prep for, for a, a porno. Okay. Yeah, because on camera, like, like they're really like putting it on display. You're doing, you're going at it for a really long time. Yeah. Um, their dicks are really big. Like it's it's a whole other thing. Like right. it, um, they're opening it up for the camera to oh, look inside. Wow. Like it's very very different than like real life anal sex. Yeah, but I do do like an enema the day before. So the cleaning of the butt. Mm-hmm. And I used to get colonics every time, but then I was like, I can just do this myself. Um, and then but now I'm at the point like I used to always like I would use like toys and butt plugs and stuff to like kind of loosen my muscles but now I'm like I can like pretty much is it loose now it's not like it's not I wouldn't say it's like it's not like loosey-goosey all the time yeah but I can open it up a lot easier a lot easier so butt plugs that's the key I think I think now in hindsight (laughs) I think the key is to to do it a lot in a short amount of time so do it like 20 times in like 30 days 
and then you're good for life. And I really believe that. Like, right. Who's down? <laughs> Call in. <laughs> I need 20 times in 30 days. I The one time I've, I have done mm-hmm. anal, but it was an accident. I, don't, I haven't done it. You know what? I haven't done it because we were getting at it. Mm-hmm. And he, he did have a really small penis. Mm-hmm. But he knew what to do with it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't tragic. But um, he, he was in there. And mm-hmm. I was like, is that? In, is is that a finger or is that that's a thing and he's like yeah and i was like you just stuck it in there without saying anything <laughs> telling me about it warning me so i was like get it out of there get the fuck out of there and he pulled it out and that was it excuse me sir it was, it was a little it was very i was like okay that's a weird feeling yeah, yeah. You know, guys so, shouldn't do that they should say like they should say, hey it should be I'm, like, are you down for this sorry you know how, like, it's a different thing you know how, like vampires have to get like invited inside no <laughs> <to the> house <laughs> i learned this in i twilight. watched this a lot of i watched twilight i was obsessed i didn't yeah. know you had to so, be yeah. invited if you're a vampire you have to be like invited in or maybe it was another vampire oh, because movie. they want to like eat you yeah, yeah so like the human has to like invite you into their house if you're right. gonna enter their house or else like like oh or no maybe that was on um that true blood true blood so um it, it should be like that. I, anal to me, it's not like a like a. It's really not a novelty to me, but it's more of like a. It, it's a little further than just the normal penetration. Like right. you gotta tell me, yo, like let's we <laughs> should talk about it. Yo, bae, you wanna do anal? And then I'll be like, okay, probably not to be honest with you, but like, mer, and I'm, <laughs> maybe one of these days I'll be like, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. I think it used to be a novelty, and I think it's. Oh, hi. Oh, that's the anal police. The anal police are not happy with our. <laughs> no. That's my ex saying, Olivia, stop talking about our small. sex life. It's not that small. It's at least seven inches and has good girth. <laughs> but yeah, like it's. I, I think it used to be more of a novelty, and now it's become very mainstream it's kind of trendy it is trendy like yo did you anal today yeah and i'm like no no not yet (laughs) okay i have a question Mm -hmm. and i can't say it without (laughs) laughing okay hold on (laughs) seth can you ask the question for me can you just hop in here (laughs) it's right here (laughs) have you ever gotten poop on a guy's penis (laughs) I can't. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, yeah. laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna cry. Um, is so that commonplace? This is this is a much longer answer than yes oh, okay. or no. Well, please answer. <laughs> so, I've gotten poop on me. Okay, many, many, many times. Um, I thankfully have never pooped on a dick. Like meant but, to poop on a dick, or like oh, it just touched. Oh, are we talking about on purpose? Well. Well, either. Who knows? You've never. Either or. Um, so I've never accidentally nor purposefully pooped on someone. pooped on someone's dick. But, but, um, I have been messy, <laughs> and there was a time that I had a beet salad the night before doing an anal scene, and we were doing an anal scene on white sheets, and basically like. I don't know if you like beets, but they like turn every liquid inside oh, of yeah, your body red. Yeah. So like while I didn't, I wouldn't say that I like pooped, <laughs> like 
there was a lot of red juice there was on the white sheets and i was like oh my god i'm internally bleeding i'm gonna die i'm gonna die so like we cut a bunch of times and then finally like the director was like what did you eat last night and i was like oh no oh no (laughs) my i have a friend who told me the story Mm -hmm. of they did anal one time in a Mm -hmm. car and it was dark it was like nighttime and uh she got out of the car and like bye bye see ya mm-hmm. i don't know who does anal in the car and yeah, i was like see really, you tomorrow but yeah. they did it and uh he was driving home and he's like something smells really bad and he got home and his all of his clothes were like covered Ugh. in poo and shit yeah yeah and that ever since then it's just been a little bit of like a thing for me it's scary i think that's the scariest part about anal is the poo so like i mean that's why I do the enema or the colonic the day before. Okay. Just to like kind of get it out. Um, and then once you do that, like you can really relax. Because it's not. It's, there's nothing I, I think, in there. Like, yeah. Like the, when you're like nervous about pooping on someone's dick, like it makes you tense. And like. Wait, you know, now that you answered that you've never purposely pooped on someone's dick. Is mm-hmm. that a thing? That's like, a thing. Oh, my God. There. Oh, someone put me onto a website the other day that was like. It's really rare that I'll go to a website and think, like, I wish I never saw that. Yeah. And this was one of those times. Like, it was called, like, scatshop.com or something really gross. And it was basically just, like, images of, like, people, like, eating. Oh! Ah. It was so gross. It was so gross. That reminds me of when two girls, one cup was all the rage when I was in middle school. So that was, like... And I, I watched three seconds of it because I was so naive right I thought it was like everyone was talking about it at school and I thought oh that's fun like a little video yeah. I'll watch it like a YouTube video yeah. I get my mom I'm like mom let's watch two girls one cup and we're like it's, we're getting into it and then I'm like this is not what I was expecting and then I was like Whoa! and my mom and I were like Whoa! it started freaking out and ever since then uh it's been rough it's been rough yeah two girls one cup is like especially disgusting yeah like i don't know if you made it this far but they like do it into like an ice cream cone it's pretty gross i didn't i literally got 15 seconds in and i thought i died i'm not i mean like no judging like i (laughs) sounds like i'm really hardcore judging right now well but like i try to remind myself like i shouldn't judge people for their sexual fantasies everyone's different blah 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 that's true you know like things i like people would consider weird too that being said i think it's fucking disgusting that's not not into it like i draw the line there like that's that you draw the line on a dude like i'll let a dude pee on me if like if that's where it goes you know what i mean golden shower yeah like i can I can put myself in a situation where that'll turn me on, but like, there is no way. There's nothing about the feces. Nothing about it. Nope. I always Mm-mm. think about like how much money it would take for me to do that. And how I much? Think, I mean, nothing. I mean, like, honestly, I say nothing, but then if you put a billion dollars in front of me, yeah, I would do anything. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I would do a lot of things. Yeah, for, I, would. I would do a lot of things for $5,000. <laughs> quite honestly (laughs) Um, someone uh i got a couple random twitter questions Mm -hmm. what's the best position or is it possible for an anal orgasm it's definitely possible it's not as easy um i find i find it easier to come anally when i'm in love (laughs) (laughs) oh god like let's just take it to a real romantic when you're in love yeah like i think i don't know for me like orgasming is so mental i that's why i struggle so (laughs) yep i 
remember you saying that actually yep. on the boat. <laughs> yes, it still hasn't happened, by the way. <laughs> but is that like when you're alone too? I don't do that when I'm alone. Oh, okay. I I need. I'm gonna buy myself like a rabbit or you're something. You're two in your head, yeah. Right? Where I'm like. And I, I have a really hard time relaxing, like mm-hmm. a really hard time. Yeah. So I'm working on it. It's a Maybe personal struggle. Drugs. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I think I actually was at Walgreens recently and I, I was in the uh, vitamin area because mm-hmm. I have trouble sleeping. So I was looking at like melatonin. Yeah. And I saw this like women's libido pill and I was like, I picked it up and I read it. And I just was like, this is so shameful. I can't. I'm 25 <laughs> years old. I don't need a pill, but I might. You might. I mean, it's. I don't know if that's the pill you need. I, oh. I meant more like maybe like a Xanax. Because <laughs> I think a it's, it's definitely like I, I'm. Are you an anxious person? Yes, I'm an anxious person too. Yeah. But except for when I'm having sex, like that's, that's like when you feel comfortable. That's when yeah, that's when wow. I'm like the most. Not I also anxious think I've never had a partner where I feel comfortable with. Right. Like I need like someone. Fully. Yeah. Like yeah. I need someone who. It just gets me I get them Like no matter what It's cool It's chill Let's also, do some weird shit You know That's why I like e- Within porn I really like a lot of The European guys Because they're very like They're the kind of guys Where it's like If you shit on them They don't care They'll still be turned on They're like yes And that to me is like That makes me so comfortable Yeah I'd rather have and that then, Honestly than like a guy Who's like Ew Fases Gross <laughs> Yeah <laughs> but yeah so like i i think it's all about i think i don't know maybe take a xanax and find a european dude all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to get some xanax travel to germany (laughs) yeah you know they're in like oh they they'll be in xanax they're stacked in germany too (laughs) i know it um okay here's another question have you ever named your butthole no someone recommended the chocolate starfish um I've heard it referred to as that okay. like by by um multiple people. Yeah, like I don't know, like do you have names for your boobs and stuff? I d- I used to. What what is it? Oh man, good question. They were stupid. They were like Harriet and oh, like Margaret. Something stupid. <laughs> Harriet and Do you and have Mildred. boob names? Um no, I don't. Like I've never named anything on my body. Yeah, I named like my car, but <laughs> what's your car's name? Like uh, forgot that too <laughs> carl oh Corey. Corey was my car that's such a random i know i don't just don't okay more twitter questions mm-hmm. i'm gonna do like quickies oh and the best position for anal? oh yeah we never answered um, that i think the best position to start is in porn i really like to start in reverse cowgirl because then i can control it okay and it's kind of like you're just like falling onto the dick but Fall in, on to the dick. In real life, I really like... Do you know what prison style is? Girl, I... No, I'm like a missionary it's girl. Like, I, I love missionary. Missionary is my favorite. Yeah, I love it's missionary. It's, I think it's like... Missionary is like the norm for my a reason. My go-to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's absolutely my favorite. But prison style is basically like doggy, but you're laying down flat on your stomach. Okay. And the guy's almost like straddling you from above you. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. It feels really good. Nice. I have to Google it. Um, has <laughs> shut up. Uh, someone wants to know if there's ever been a situation where you've been filming and the guy can't get hard all the time, all the time. That's like normal in porn. Really? Yeah. We okay. ha- we have a saying in porn that's like "fail like a man." So like, th- I I think it's such a like character revealing moment when the guy can't get his dick hard on a porn set. Yeah. 
or even in real life like there's definitely two kinds of guys there's the guy that's just gonna be like hey guys i'm having a bad day sorry let's just like let's you know like either take a break or come back tomorrow or whatever like there's the guy that can just own it and and it happens to everyone honestly like so many things affect boners like it happens to literally everyone um but then there's the guy that's like that starts blaming everything around him like it's too hot in here it's you you're not doing it right like um there's too many people in here like it's just like just just own it it. yeah it's okay like fail like a man (laughs) well i okay i'm going back to my documentaries (laughs) there was a guy so he said that like scenes take hours it depends on the company you're shooting for like usually the sex itself lasts no longer than 30 minutes but the day on set is really long sometimes especially if you're doing a movie with a plot um right like i've been on set for 24 hours plus like it's it's a long long day sometimes it's like five hours you know right it's it really depends on the company and what you're shooting but usually the sex itself is like 30 minutes okay okay all right but even then like it's it's not an easy job like you know maybe something happened that morning and something's on your mind or like yeah for the guys like or maybe like you ate the wrong thing maybe you ate at the wrong time like there's so many different factors that affect it is viagra like a a thing yeah it's the normal yeah yeah like if generally if a guy's like i don't take anything i don't even believe you're like "Mm -mm." no yeah okay like another quick question is porn ever romantic yeah so i met my ex-husband on a porn set really so that was romantic it was in a in a double penetration scene so there was another guy there <laughs> wait like one like, in the vagina and one mm-hmm. in the butt yeah okay so um so and it wasn't love at first sight but um i was like i, I want to i, I want to have sex with this guy again so i gave him my number and then and then you got married <laughs> and then we got married <laughs> and like i mean that's honestly like a lot of people there's definitely different kinds of you know porn performers and stuff but right <clears throat> there's definitely like people who are like when they get to work they like leave a certain part of themselves at home and like mm-hmm. um you know they're just there to do their job and that's totally fine like mm. it's a legit job um but like i i get pretty emotional like i when i'm <laughs> i'm like an emotional person like when i do a scene with someone like i'm definitely thinking about like maybe they could be my boyfriend really yeah <laughs> and i do like I do like have all those feelings during it and like most of the time after the scene's done I'm like what the fuck was I thinking like this guy has a tramp stamp (laughs) here's my question then (laughs) yeah have you ever been matched up for a scene with a guy who just like revolted you Mm -hmm. yeah it's happened three times okay and um but there's only been one time that it was solely based on just like looks like usually I'm I think I'm really good for my job because, like, I can find something about anyone that'll yeah. turn me on. Like, even if they're, like, disgusting, they smell gross, like, I I can find a way to make that turn me on or or at the end of the day, like, the cameras and just, like, making a porno turns me on. Okay. But there there was one guy that, like, I got to set and I was like, oh, my God, like, this guy's can you so say, gross. You can't say no. I don't want to. Yeah. Well, that day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to suck it up and go through with it. Yeah. Um, and I did and then on the way it was just as gross as I thought it was going to be and what was then so gross about him he, he's not even like it, I wouldn't even say he's like conventionally gross he, there was, there was just something, something about, about him, him that I didn't like 
and he he like had this really gross accent i don't hate <laughs> accents but like his was gross oh. and like he was just disgusting and on the way home i put him on my no list which is like a list we have of you know oh, you things can do and that. people we won't do yeah oh. so um i put him on my no list but like i mean i could have gotten to set and been like i don't i'm sorry i don't want to do they this. wouldn't like like it, it wouldn't it's like it would be annoying to everyone yeah. but it's not like it's they would just find another guy what else so. is on your no list i mean anal used to be on my no list um there's very little nowadays that's mm-hmm. on my no list um when i was married to my last husband <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't he gonna. he requested that I I don't like men's assholes, so I wasn't doing. But that. now that's back. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, we're not officially divorced. Wait, so the, the other one? Yeah. So like, yeah, like I've been married twice. So the guy that I met on a porn set, yeah, the first we're one. still like technically married because in California it takes six months. Oh gosh. Yeah. So do you believe in monogamy? You know, yeah, I do. do. Like. I mean, I believe in it. Do I believe in it for myself these days? I'm kind of like, I don't know. Because in my adult life, I've never actually been in like a monogamous relationship. Because I was always in an open thing and then I was in porn. Right. So even though like we weren't having sex with people outside of work, like we were having sex Mm -hmm. with other people like all the time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like I kind of don't know where I stand. I'd like to try it. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely romanticize it and fantasize about it how many how many porn stars are in committed relationships a lot a lot and that's how how do you breach that subject with someone is how are they okay with i think i mean it definitely like you're either someone who is cool with having sex with other people or you're not i don't think that like really budges that i don't see that like changing that often like and when people do try to change it i don't think it it generally doesn't go well. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know. Like, I would definitely like to see for myself, like, I would like to give a monogamous relationship a shot just because, like, well, don't knock it till you tried it, right? I've, I've tried it a few times. I've dabbled. <laughs> and it's been very fun sometimes if, if you like the person. I think it's person. so romantic is yeah. what it is. Like, I, I like the idea of it. Um, but do I believe that, like, everyone should be be monogamous absolutely not like i don't i don't even think it should necessarily be the norm right um i think most people are probably not meant to be monogamous i I think that's why like everyone's probably true honestly so okay another Mm -hmm. oh here's a twitter question Mm -hmm. can you reset men's expectations that sex should be how it looks in pornos and do you think men think that i don't know if men I don't think men think that. I always like go back to the this analogy of like you don't like you don't watch an action movie and expect life to be like that. Right. Like life isn't all car chases and you like know, I and watch killing porn, people and hit men and right. You know, I never th- when I'm having sex versus watching porn. I'm never. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I watched this one scene and I thought it was cool and I want to mm-hmm. try it but I'm never like god that real sex experience sucked compared to the one that I watched yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. even I don't think that like right. real I think real life sex is so different it really is I I think yeah like porn sex is 
like entertainment right here's so, i think so yeah it's for fun i don't know but i i do wonder about like i think like i'm 32 so I, the internet wasn't as like everywhere right. when i was growing up yeah but like obviously for kids now like 11 year old kids can just go online oh, yeah and Free see porn. like reverse cowgirl anal yep so like i wonder if they think that's the norm i do wonder that maybe it's changing maybe it's changing help us people <laughs> um someone on snapchat my husband and i have been married 22 years how can i get him in the mood for sex without being afraid of being turned down mm. do you have any ways that you i mean like i don't think he's gonna turn you down because he's a dude <laughs> i think i think that marriage needs a little spicing yeah definitely i'm usually the one that's like no i'm tired no, i think I that's usually day. the dynamic I right agree. thank you for your question also like i don't know I, I don't know because i've never been in a relationship well that's not true but like i've never been in a marriage <laughs> where and i've been married twice i've never been in a marriage where by the end we were just like roommates true we weren't just what i'm trying to say is there was never any sex at the end <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> like a couple years in it was always like just fizzled out yeah so i don't know i th maybe is that like the curse of marriage or I, something i think it's a curse <laughs> you know I, I don't know here's another fun question mm -hmm. if a married man or i guess a man in a relationship is using a sex robot you have a sex robot right isn't there one yeah like she's not a robot she's actually just a like doll, doll. Mm -hmm. okay a sex doll but the same company is making robots and i oh, think that's what it is yeah like yeah. i i think I, i've seen it out there that like i they like the it's world's first sex robot is yeah. based on me but like I, it's like a lot of it's a miscommunication there mis miscommunication <laughs> so this question is still valid but a little off off kilter um if, if someone in a relationship is using a sex robot slash doll is that considered cheating no i don't think so yeah. if anything you should be thankful <laughs> right let's that be thankful for sex dolls <laughs> and not, i'm gonna just thank them all the time. like i don't think masturbating is cheating i don't think no. watching porn is do you think having sex with a hooker is cheating yes i, I think it depends on the relationship i mean i think it, every every relationship has limits but right. for me even like i know my man watches porn but i don't want to know he watches porn right you know like what I don't mean? ask don't tell kind of yeah thing. like yeah. i don't know i just it's not cheating i know it's not right but it's just the concept of like getting off onto other people besides me so like i had a really rude awakening about that in my last relationship like i i had i was like living in this fantasy world yeah. where when my boyfriend masturbates he thinks about me oh don't and we all think like, that my whole life i thought that like genuinely <laughs> and one time i went onto my ex's computer and like it was open to like a webcam page and like he had been jerking off like to these webcam girls and oh. i was like oh. it was like my earth my world was like shattered i was like what like I, you don't I think about me like and he was every like every time and he was like wait a second you thought that i think about you yes. when i'm masturbating like and i asked all my friends and they were like uh like all my guy friends and they were like yeah you're being ridiculous like wow. that's well i guess yeah they are usually probably thinking about like yeah. the unattainable or right. like, they don't have or but then i'm like 
me. Yeah, like they're not they're not fantasizing about the girl that yells Seth, at them. Do you want to enter this conversation <laughs> or <laughs> no? No, he's good. <laughs> okay, I I have a lot. You also do girl on girl scenes. Yeah. So are you straight? Are you bi? I mean, I guess technically I'm bi because I like having sex with girls. You do. Okay. But like. Also, I, I definitely believe in like what it's like a scale, the Kinsey scale, like mm-hmm. where it's like everyone falls somewhere on the scale. It's Probably. not like gay or straight, but like I think I lean more towards straight because I can't imagine myself in a relationship with a with girl. A girl. Like okay. I, I would really, I think like at the end of the day, I want a man, but yeah. I think sex with girls is super fun. Okay, so I guess. I guess that's that might be bi-ish. just bi-ish. Yeah. You're bi-ish. Bi-ish. Great. Great question. Thank you for your question. I forgot to write down who asked these, so I'm the worst. Um, here's another one. Do you have a safe word? Um, yeah. So, like, on, on porn sets, we do have safe words. Okay. Um, especially when we're doing, like, rougher type scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, the safe word is red. Red. Yeah. That's, like, a oh. really common one on I thought a it would be set. something like pineapple or whatever calliope or something you know um i have one in my personal life what is it but i've never used it i I can't say what it is because i i I don't know i feel like this weird okay like you're protecting it uh, yeah i'm protecting (laughs) it i don't know why protecting the safe i feel i feel no i just feel like if i put it out there like someone's gonna use it against me (laughs) it's a very irrational thought you guys we don't know this i don't i won't even ask um, you off this podcast but like i don't i i've I've actually never like really used it. Okay. So I love it. Yeah. Um, who? Oh, I love this question. What do you say to people who think you're degrading yourself? I don't. And why are I women mean, shamed for sexual desires while men are praised for them? Right. I think, I mean, it's definitely just a social si- stigma and it's sexist. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, like, I. To anyone who says it's degrading, I think it's degrading to say it's degrading because it's like I'm doing what I want, like, mm-hmm. and I should be able to do that. Well, my thought is you're, you're on some occasions, you know, you're doing things that some people do behind closed doors. They're just not down to yeah broadcast them. No, but. definitely. And like, I mean, I I understand. Like, I'm I I definitely see where people are coming from. Like, I I can understand that there are people out there who think you know, having sex in exchange for money, for Mm -hmm. example, like at the very root of it is wrong. And like, that's fine if you think that, like, I don't care, but I don't think it's wrong. So there you go. I'm going to do it. You have more money than I do. So, (laughs) but like also to me, like, I think it would be more degrading for me to do something I don't want to do. Like, for example, like, I don't want to work in an office. Great. Uh, Me neither. To me, that would be degrading. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think everyone can like decide that for themselves. Same thing. Goes. I think it would be degrading for some people to have sex for money because they don't want to, you know? That's if you're down for it, yeah. Can't judge it. Yeah. I yeah. I mean when I met you and you were like, I'm a porn star, I was like, Okay. Yeah. Like uh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I have friends that do a bunch of crazy <laughs> Like as long as you're a good friend and you're cool and you make me laugh, I don't care what you do. Yeah, agreed. Totally I mean agreed. is it weird sometimes when I'm on a site and I see you? <laughs> Like, yeah, it's a little, I'm like, oh, there she is. But like, 
I don't watch it because that's weird and I <laughs> couldn't. But yeah. like, I see you. I think I have like ruined porn for a lot of people who know me in real life. Yeah. Because like, you know, like even if you're like on a tube site, it's like those pop up ads like come up and it's oh, and like, you're like, ah, well, well, well there she is. In there it, is. And now I'm not. There's the chocolate <laughs> starfish. Uh, starfish. <laughs> Um, I have so many questions. I'm sorry. I'm really no. Um, I, la 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 la. Um, okay. So, is there a reason why some people can get so much pleasure out of anal and other people can't? Can you train yourself to enjoy it, or is it just not for some people? I I don't know because like physically, I think it's mental. Like it's probably I think the if, same as vaginal too. Like I don't think so can't. though, because like, well, yeah, in that sense, yeah. But like, I think like, like in the vagina, like we have like a quote unquote G spot. I still don't know what the deal is with that. I mean, but like we have a clit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it makes sense that it feels good. Like, but in our like anally, like guys have prostates, so that makes that's, sense. Yeah. But girls don't. Do we even have like so, feelers like, up there? Like I, any pleasure feelers? There's there's feelers for sure, but I don't know. Like yes. there's nerves. If you don't know about the G spot, then I'm screwed. <laughs> if the if the queen the a queen of anal, <laughs> a porn star doesn't know about the G spot, I'm in trouble. I mean, like, okay, so in theory, I know where they say it is. Okay, but like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not totally sold on that. Interesting. Like, I I do know that like if there's a G quote-unquote g-spot right yeah and if like someone rubs it just the right way it'll make you squirt for sure that is a scientific fact okay but what that squirt is i don't know for me it doesn't like coincide with coming no it like it's like i look down and it's happening it doesn't like feel amazing at all in fact it kind of feels weird it does and i don't know if it's pee it is doesn't it feel like peeing, but mine is sometimes kind of smells like pee. <laughs> <laughs> this one guy I was having dinner with, a friend of mine, he said, like, my goal is to make a girl squirt every time. And I was like, that's a lofty goal, bro. Yeah. Like, Some guys I don't just even don't know squirt. what that is. Yeah. So you'd be really disappointed. <laughs> also, it's a lot of cleanup. A ton. I wouldn't want like, that around me. Yeah. Slipping around everywhere like a slip and slide or yeah. something. I, I don't, I'm not down I don't for know. That. I don't really know what the deal is. And then also there's sometimes that like I'll be having sex and then it gets like and then there's just like a puddle under me and I'm like, did I squirt? Did my water just break? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, okay. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. What's I, the I weirdest thing you've ever done? Ever. In a in a A guy ate Skittles out of my ass once. That was weird. He like put them in there and then he ate put them, them out. in there and then ate them out. And I'm pretty sure he was like imagining that I was shitting them out. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't put words into his mouth like that. But can we also Facetime him and ask him his <laughs> yeah. thoughts on what he was thinking <laughs> well, when he was, was eating Skittles your out of your your butt, <laughs> the butt stuff? Um, okay. Thank you for that question, whoever. Um, do 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 do. Let's talk about the safety aspect of porn. Mm-hmm. Is it safe? I feel really safe in porn. I, okay. I um, So we have a testing system. Everyone gets tested every two weeks. And, like, no one's going to work with you or hire you in any way if you're not tested. Like, that's just... But, like, do you have to be totally clean, completely clean? Yeah. So we test for um, 
HIV, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, hepatitis C. Okay. Um, I think we test for BV. Okay. Um, and how often you're, are you being tested? Every test? two weeks. Every two. Every 14 days. So like, or or like without a 14, without a test that's younger, I guess, <laughs> like it's the, the, the word is slipping Dude. my mind, newer <laughs> yeah. than 14 days, you can't shoot. So for someone like you who's now shooting, what, once every three months, mm-hmm. do you still have to get tested? Yeah, so if- I shoot, like, I'll, I'll test, like, a couple days before I shoot, and then I'll test right after, like, just to do it. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so, like, you just need a 14-day-old test. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Are, and condoms, are they required? Um, So no? the company I shoot for does require condoms. Okay. But we're, like, the only ones. Okay. Um, other than that, for the most part, no. And and that's like if I weren't with this company, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't necessarily shoot with condoms. So like I, I did seven years of my career with no condoms. Okay. And I feel totally safe. Like it's our testing system is very good. It really works. There hasn't been like an HIV transmission in like something like almost twenty years, I think. Oh something wow! Like that. That's good. Um, but a really long time, and um. And like anytime, you know, someone gets chlamydia or something, like we know right away it gets stopped in its tracks. And yikes. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, it's gross, but it's like the reality of it, you know? Yeah. What are some intimate parts of a relationship, maybe one of yours, that don't revolve around sex? Um, hmm. Cuddling, the cuddle. Um, See, I'm not a big I'm not a big cuddler, so. You know what? I I am depending on the relationship. Okay. Like I'm usually not. Yeah. But in in some relationships I I do like, like to cuddle. Like for me, cooking is super intimate. So intimate. Yeah. You know what's it pretty intimate? Um blowjobs. <laughs> Like no, I mean, <laughs> I, was, I mean, I, I did not go the where where I thought it was. I mean, like, know. like I know you said no sex, but like I I think in, blowjobs are like more intimate than sex. I think making out with nothing at the end that's pretty intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking is super. I like super showering intimate. and like like soaping him, like washing him. <gasps> I hate what that. I'm so into that for some reason. I like the feeling like I'm like cleaning him. But, like, one person's always cold. I do hate that. <laughs> I do. But I, I want a shower one day that has two, two sides yeah. that we can both be warm at the same yeah, time. Like a double I rainbow. do hate where I'm like, okay, move over. It's my turn. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of annoying. I'll, like, shower with someone as long as they're willing to let me be under the water the entire time. <laughs> Which is not you really do a shower for them at all. Or, like, maybe, like, a squirting, like, you have the shower head. And then some shower heads, they have, like, a random other head that you right, can just like, handle around. One. Yeah. Yeah. You can have the handle. Yeah, you can like, have the yeah, handle. I don't know, you can hold it on yeah. your chest or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really But funny. I want like constant hot water on me. I agree. <laughs> um, how often do men slash women tell you that you are like, they masturbate to you? Oh, a lot. What? Is that weird? No. It's a compliment to me. I mean, that's the goal. If someone came up to me and they were like, I watch you, but, like, I just can't masturbate to you. I'd be like, that sucks. Yeah. So interesting. I haven't done my job. (laughs) Your job is to get me off. Right. Wow. That's really. How often are you recognized, like, on Um, the street? I think, like, anytime I go into 
a place like so there's someone there who knows who I am whether or not they come up to me like it really depends on like if I'm alone people will come up to me if I'm yeah. with girls people will come up to me if I'm with one guy generally no. nobody comes up to me yeah. if I'm with two guys then like people s- seem to think it's more fair game Jeez. Um, but like I, I don't mind that at all I wanted to ask you the same thing actually yeah I mean I get recognized at least once a day right which like the think, Bachelor like, is a huge it's show. It's a massive franchise. But for me, like, I haven't been on a TV screen in two years. But still, people I just don't form attachments with those kinds of And I of was, like, 90% of the show. Like, right. I was commentating dates I wasn't even on because right. I just, everything I said was so cuckoo. Right. So my face was on the screen a lot. I didn't right. watch. So I guess for me, like, I don't think I have a face where I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's for sure her i think you do i don't know i i see people all the time where i'm like uh, that could be that person but like uh, i would never go up to someone and be like are you right blah, blah, blah. right 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 then i'm opening myself to like no go away and right like, oh, right sorry. right yeah, my bad also but you yeah. never want the person to be sh- if you're a fan of someone like and they're they turn out to be shitty you can't yeah. be a fan of them anymore no, like you have to hate them like for example, I love Mariah Carey. Yeah. I have zero interest in meeting her. Oh, no. Like, I don't want to ruin it for I don't want to meet Cameron Diaz. No. Because I don't want her to let me down. No. And she seems super Great. cool. It's like a philanthropist. Yeah. A body love Funny. expert. Hilarious. Yeah. Beautiful. Tall. But what if she met me and was like, I'm not going to take a picture. Yeah. And then I'd be like, what? And it could even be that she's having a bad day, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I just don't want to open myself up to that. Yeah, let's never, ever go up to someone <laughs> ever again. I want to I wanna look at the other side of porn, which is the kind of aftermath mm-hmm. when you stop mm-hmm. it, whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like doing porn has closed doors for you? Oh, yeah. A lot of doors. That's why I think, like, kind of back to, like, the hot girls wanted thing. Like, that movie makes me sad because, like, a lot of those girls have such a different perception of like how their lives are going to go after right. porn. I think a lot of them are in it to make a quick buck or like, um, I, I don't know. Like I, if you're in it for the money, it's not enough money. Like it's really not, it's not nearly as much money as people think first of all. Okay. And then it's just not, it's not enough money for it to be something you do solely for money. Like you're closing so many doors um, there are people who are going to look at you a certain way forever. Like, mm. especially with the internet, it's like, that's forever. So it's there's so many there. jobs that you can't get. There's, yeah, like you your know, resume. Yeah. Like you I dropped had, it off at an office, but you never would do because you don't want to work at an office. But, but still, yeah. Like if that is what I chose to do, like it would be so hard. Um, I, so I recently just moved to New York and I was trying to, trying to get into co-op buildings Mm -hmm. and like none of them they all rejected me some of them were even like don't even bother applying and it wasn't even like like it didn't even feel mean-spirited it was just so like that's just the way it is and and my real estate agent was like we're just gonna find a condo because it's this is it's too hard they wouldn't yeah. that mm-hmm. seems weird to me but i think also they have an image of like when they hear or they see porn star on paper yeah they're gonna obviously think like or not obviously but they tend to think like oh i'm gonna have, be throwing parties and we'll film at the yeah, yeah and like i'll have you know guys coming in and out and like uh, i i think they just 
have a certain image that they don't want for their building. That's so stupid. Yeah. Let's talk, because you found pregnancy hot Mm -hmm. at one point in Mm -hmm. your life, do you ever want to be pregnant? I think so, yeah. I I think I do eventually want kids. It's something, like, I feel super conflicted about. Like, on one hand, I'm like, well, would it be, like, so selfish to have a kid because... Of, you know, I've I've been able to like live my adult life exactly the way I wanted. Yeah. And it's been a pretty selfish move. Like I haven't really taken my family or anything into consideration. Right. So like if I have a kid, like I can only imagine that kid being in like middle school and some kid coming up to them like, I saw your mom's asshole on the internet, you know? Like it would that's be something that would follow them. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. for sure. But then on the other hand, I'm like thinking like, well, maybe I would raise my kid to be so open minded. <laughs> what if your kid said I want to be a porn star. Right. Um, You know, that's like the other question that's really hard because if I could like absolutely know with certainty that like my kid was doing it for like the quote unquote right reasons, like because they wanted to do it. If it was something that they would do for like minimum wage, Mm -hmm. if I could like somehow guarantee that like they wouldn't, you know, have to go to Miami and see that side of the industry, for example, yeah like I, I then it would be totally fine but like I guess the thing that sucks is that you can't guarantee any of those things but I guess that's true for any industry really I don't know it, it's it's a hard thing like if I could somehow know that my kid was doing it because they really wanted to then I'd be cool with that mm. but like I do you know it, it you can't deny that there's a lot of really sad stories in porn. Mm-hmm. There are people who are, you know, pressured into doing it by maybe a boyfriend or, yeah. you know, a drug addiction. Or, um, you know, there are people who are doing it just for money. So, like, it's... That that sad story does exist right. a lot. And the other thing for me is, does age play a factor in porn? Oh, yeah. Like, is there a point where you're worried about your, like, longevity and... Yeah. Maintaining relevance. Every day. (laughs) I mean, also, like, age plays into it, like, in so many ways. Like, something as simple as, like, I'm doing a lesbian scene with an 18-year-old girl who walks in eating McDonald's for breakfast. And I'm like, can't wait till your metabolism Yeah, like, you know? Um, So that's, and then there's just, like, the pressure of, like, competing, competing with girls who are, like, there's nothing like an 18 year old girl like her skin is perfect, perfect. you know Skinny. she she doesn't work out she eats like crap and yep. like just looks amazing and they have that youthful glow they, they and they're the glow. they're not even getting botox yet no. and like it's you know it's it, i definitely it would be impossible i think to not like get pressured by that so that's yeah. scary and then, but but the MILF category is huge right now. Is it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. And um, so, yeah, like, I I definitely, I personally find women of all ages beautiful. Yeah, me too. But at the same time, like, I can see, you know, what people are jerking off to, and it's... It ain't me. They, <laughs> they definitely like the young girls. Um, so. Well, is it getting to a point maybe one day where you'd have to decide between having kids and doing porn yeah like for me personally um i would i would prefer to not be in porn or not be shooting porn um when i have kids that's just a personal choice though like i have friends who have kids and they're shooting and it's fine and they're doing a great job but i just i'm so like i'm such a like anxious all or nothing type that like i can't 
imagine spreading myself that thin. Like when I'm a mom, I just want to be a mom. And I, if yeah. I'm a porn star, I just want to be, be a, a porn, porn star. star. Yeah. That makes sense. So now you work for Barstool. Mm-hmm. Tell everyone about that. So um, I started working for them last November. I was brought on to do like podcasts and video content yeah. and blogging and stuff. And it's awesome. Like I, it's kind of like, it's the best job ever. And like, I always joke and I'm like, oh, I'm going to my real job. And people are like, that's not, that's a, not real a real job. job. Like, you go in at like noon. Um, but um, I, I love it. It's just like a great company. And it's kind of like, I, it's the first thing I've found. It's no, it's the second thing I've found since doing porn that I like as much as doing porn. Oh, good. So, and the other thing is writing. So, I I feel really fortunate yeah. to have found them, and like and they're great people. I love just them. An awesome company. Yeah, I know you. Their Instagram on there a lot. Is my life. The videos, <laughs> man. The college videos. Yeah, they just get me. They take me back to my <laughs> days of falling because I was so drunk and. <laughs> Also, it's like, great. I think people have this image of, like, all the people that work at Barstool, like, oh, they're very bro-y. Anti-feminist. And yeah, yeah, anti-feminist and, like, um, just, like, this frat culture. Yeah. But they're really, like, really intelligent people. They are feminists. Yeah. They're, um, y- you know, and they're, it's not, like, just one big party at work like it's not like everyone's just sitting around drinking, drinking like, beers. people are <laughs> actually working it's it's definitely more fun than the average job but there's there is work jo- to it be is done a job. yeah exactly <laughs> there is work to be done yeah so and you also have two books mm-hmm. let's let's get those out there um so the first one is called insatiable and the second one is called dirty 30 they're both memoirs um they're both written in in like times of my life where I feel like I'm in such a different place now. I'm really proud of them and like, but I do want to do a third memoir just because I feel like, but but that's the thing, right? Like, you know how like you go back and read your diary from when you were like 16 and you're like, God, I'm embarrassed. Uh, What I posted on Instagram last week. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh my God. Or that. What was I thinking? (laughs) Like, it's embarrassing. Like, wow, how did I even have these thoughts? But like, now they're like there forever. So um, it's definitely kind of daunting but like even with podcasting like i wonder if you feel like this but like one thing i've learned from podcasting and and just doing things that are like my opinions and stuff are like set in stone Mm -hmm. like i've really nowadays like i just allow myself to like have the luxury of changing my mind and learning yeah people yeah i've learned so much this episode like it's just this is probably my longest episode ever, but it's just so <laughs> unique. I love it. I'm obsessed with you. This is great. But, <laughs> I just think like, you know, I can say something one day and then like two months later, I'm like, God, I don't feel like that at all anymore. And I think it's okay. Yeah. Like yeah. it's okay to feel like that. Like I used to really like be hard on myself about like, oh, I can't believe I said that. Like that was so wrong. But it's like, no, like all humans are like forever evolving and you learning. You that at that moment. Yeah. So tomorrow I, think, I might be into anal. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you guys, if you want to watch, <laughs> go for it. I don't, but you know, where, where should everyone follow you? Um, so on Twitter, I'm at Asa Akira on Instagram. I'm at Asa Hole. And um, it's yeah, like it's my seventh account. So keep trying. Keep getting, yeah, keep trying. Keep trying. Asa Hole, Asa Kira. <laughs> and, and you can watch if you'd like. Don't let me know what you think because <laughs> it's too weird. But thank you for answering all my questions. And I'm sorry I couldn't talk about feces on air. <laughs> I'm just a 12 year old kid. So, everyone, go 
watch some porn and uh don't judge oh okay. and i have a podcast oh yeah let me let me yeah. plug that um it's called super curious and it's from barstool sports it's supercuriouspod.com, and it's me and my friend glenny balls and, and you're I, coming on. and i'm on it so we're gonna go because now i have to go talk some more <laughs> all right bye bye love you anal <laughs>